Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yeah, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't. Refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Oh, it's just a tiny little minute. But our eternity is wrapped up in it. Grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you one more time. And I'm grateful for another season of sharing ideas, small ideas, but sometimes can have a big impact on your thinking and on your future, on your finances. And that's why we call it the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast, because we want you to create wealth in your life in every way you can, in your finances, in your faith, in your health, in your children, in your relationships, in your reputation, and in the legacy that you're able to lead. So Wealthy Ways is here. Willie Jolly is here. And I got a special guest today that will help you to become more relevant. You want to stay tuned. This guy is going to help you become more relevant in the marketplaces. If you want to be somebody who people think of first when they think of a certain item, topic, service, product, 
This is the guy who can help you do it. His name is Bill Cates. We're going to tell you more about him in a moment. But first, I want to take a moment, as I do every show, to give God some glory, to thank him for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for friends. I'm grateful for this radio show. I'm grateful for the speaking and the books. But I'm grateful, most of all, for having a faithfulness that says that I can make it. And that gives me hope. Let me tell you what my friend Les Brown said. He said, hope in the future gives you power in the present to keep going. And so I am grateful for hope and I give God glory for giving me hope in the midst of challenging and changing and difficult times. So I give God glory. So I'm thankful for my, uh, my listeners, you. I'm thankful for my faithfulness that I am been, I've been blessed with when God, you know, God gave me life. His gift to me was life. My gift to God is what I do with it. So I'm trying to do something big. And then I'm thankful and grateful for our, uh, our, our sponsor, Truist. We're happy to have the support of Truist Bank. And I want to tell you about Truist and their new program, a podcast called Money and Mindset. The way you think about money can affect your confidence and frankly, your well-being. That's especially true when life gets real, gets hard, throws challenges your way. So Money and Mindset from Truist gives you tips and tools to help you feel more financially prepared through your planned life moments and those that are not planned, that just happen. This sounds like a really helpful tool. I have been a guest on it. And I know my interview was wonderful, not because of me, but because of the host and what they brought to the table. I was just a, a tool being used to say, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so you can check out their whole platform of programs of money and mindset at truest.com. You'll find it in the main menu. All right. That's fantastic. Well, I've talked about you thanking listeners, thanking God for faith. Thanking Truist for their support. Now I want to thank my guest. My guest is a Hall of Fame speaker. He is considered the iconic personal and professional development expert for the financial industry. He's the number one guy. He a superstar. He is a Hall of Fame speaker. He has a number of best-selling books. He is well-known around the world, particularly for those in the financial services industry. They love this guy. And now he's been sharing his secrets to success, not just with that industry, but industries throughout the America and around the world. His name is Bill Cates, not Bill Gates, Bill Cates. He's my dear friend. He's the author of the powerful new book. It's called Radical Relevance. And he has spoken to millions of people around the world, and he has helped companies to grow exponentially. And today he's going to help you. Bill Cates, thank you for being my guest. Uh, I, I'm grateful to have you. I'm grateful to be here, Willie. And yeah, if it was Bill Gates, then I would really be able to talk about prosperity, I suspect. Um, <laughs> but, you know, here, here's the thing. You know, I always tell my audiences, Bill Gates has a lot of money and he's he's actually trying hard to give a lot away and, and it'd be nice to be in that position. Uh, I'm going to help people make more money through the ideas that I share. <laughs> Amen. Well, that's what we want to help. And you've done that exponentially around the country and around the world for many years. Well, I gave them the quick thumbnail sketch of who you were as a, a successful speaker and author and trainer and consultant, but who are you? Where did you come from? Give us a little more <laughs> about this Bill Cates and why you're able to do today what you are doing because of the things you did in the past. 
Wow, it's a big question. Uh, I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area like you did. Uh, parents of uh, my mother and father met in England during World War II as my dad was preparing for the D-Day. Uh, my mother ran a Red Cross social club. And then somewhere along the line, they decided to get married and, and have me and my sister. And so I grew up in the Washington area. I became a professional uh, musician after I graduated from the University of Maryland. Because I always wanted to do that. I wanted to try it. And it was so funny because my mother in particular and both parents were always so supportive. I'm a drummer. They'd always let me play the drums. I'd come home from teen club, you know, and I'd play at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. But the minute I became a professional musician, all of a sudden her attitude changed because to her, back where, when she was growing up, professional musician meant drugs, it meant alcohol, it meant, you know, all yeah. that. And uh, I had already been through that period in college. I was over that stuff. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of the guys in the band would stay up and drink and stay up late. I, I go to bed early uh, and did that for a while and then eventually got into the business world. And um, we can get into some detail if you want, but I built a couple of businesses, a couple of uh, book publishing companies. I sold both of them. Uh, now, I sold one for a pretty good amount of money. Uh, and I don't mind saying that I sold another one to get out of a bad partnership and get rid of some debt. So when someone tells you they sell a business, maybe they made money. Maybe they got out of a bad relationship, right? Maybe they made money. Maybe they just covered their debt. You never know for sure. I did a little bit of both. Uh, and then I got into this business. I would like you to take a moment because I was intrigued when I read a story about your book business and how you built it from nothing, the one that was profitable mm -hmm. and some of the lessons you learn about finding a customer, reaching a customer and giving customers what they want. I think it was a, a cookbook uh, company or something like that. Yeah. And, and I'll back it up just a little bit further. Um, I, I, I was sitting on an airplane one day and, and I was reading a magazine at, you know, remember they used to have magazines printed on paper. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and they had one of these things called an avatorial, which is like an advertisement, but kind of looks like an article. And the title of it was, was dollars in your mailbox. Hmm. And I said, all right, that's, that's intriguing, right? That was relevant to me, I suppose. Uh, and it was all about selling information through the mail. Now this is before the internet. So right. they didn't have, you know, email or any of that stuff. And it was about how you could write a book, get a book written for you, uh, other types of information. It, the, the example they gave was a guy who sold millions and millions of copies of this little pamphlet of how to get rid of gophers in your front yard. Uh, it became kind of a classic story in the direct marketing industry for a while. And I thought, all right, well, you know, what do I know about? Well, I was in the airline business. I knew about airline careers. So I wrote a book on airline careers. And I started advertising in the back of magazines. And I learned, I joined the Direct Marketers Association. So I learned all about direct marketing and testing and testing prices. And I, you know, I tested different prices with and without shipping. And you know what I learned? I sold the most books at the highest price. And back then, uh, people didn't care about, you know, free shipping. Now it's all the rage because Amazon did that to us. But back then they'd pay for the shipping. Right. And so I think the perceived value was higher at the higher price. And then one day this gal asked me to, to help her publish a cookbook. And so I just learned about the world of cookbooks and how 
people, women mostly, but not just women, uh, read books and got vicarious pleasure from reading the recipes in the books, even if they never made anything out of them. Mm. I said, you know, I think I'm on to something here. So I borrowed $40,000 from my father, which seemed like a fair amount of money at the time, especially growing up just kind of a, I was middle, middle class, you know, nothing special. My dad worked for the federal government. My mom was a teacher. Right. Uh, so borrowed some money and, and started a book publishing company, but you're right. It was cookbooks. Mm. And my first cookbook was strawberries to sell at strawberry farms. And I found a, a list of about 1500 pick your own strawberry farms around the country. And, you know, come, someone comes to the, to check out with a bushel full of strawberries. What are they going to do with all? Where are they going to make jam? And so a cookbook on strawberries. So it was, a, it was the right book at the right place in the right way at the right price point. Everything was relevant to the shopper. And then I thought, well, this is working. I was selling maybe 10, 15,000 a year. And I was selling the farmers, which was great because farmers paid cash. They didn't return anything. Great to deal business with, do business with them. And then I thought, well, strawberry season's short. Apples have a longer season. Let's do an apple book. And so the same thing started selling 20, 25,000. I learned that apples use bees, honeybees to pollinate the flowers. So they have apiaries. So I did a honey cookbook and I rounded out with a vegetable cookbook. And so I was selling about 80,000 books a year to pick your own farms and roadside stands and, and you name it. And uh, that, that was the beginning. I don't know how much you want to know about this. Well, but, you eventually, you did it. You, you, you kept growing, looking for the market, right. growing the market. And right. then eventually you've got a place where you could sell the company. And you did. Yeah. And I'll just tell you real quick what one of the ahas or one of the big, the pivot point really in the business. A lot of businesses have, uh, you know, a tipping point. It's, it's something that happens. It could get a, a product that gets hot. It could be a decision. Uh, it doesn't happen to every company. Some companies are very, very slow and gradual, but some have that little tipping point. Mine was, I did have a tipping point and I was trying to do customized cookbooks for manufacturers of smokers and grills and other specialized uh, cooking equipment. And now my company at the time was called WRC Publishing, William Richard right. Cates. Didn't mean really anything to anybody, right? And I just knew that something was off there. So I had one of those blinding flashes of the obvious and I decided to change my company name and I changed it to the American Cooking Guild. And now who would you buy a cookbook from WRC publishing or the American cooking Guild? <laughs> All right. Logo of a chef, you know? Right. And so that's when things really took off and my biggest sale, uh, long story, but to make it real short, my biggest sale was 400,000 copies of our seafood cookbook to Bumblebee tuna. They bought it as a premium to give away in grocery stores and Boy, that was uh, that was really fun to go watch those books print the printing company all day, all night, just watching those suckers print. <laughs> That's the story I wanted to get, folks. He kept looking for ways to tweak his business, tweak his business, tweak it, and yep. grow that business until it was a business that was very successful and that others would want to take advantage of having in their portfolio. And that is how he started his wealth building. We're going to talk more with Bill Cates about, he used the word in his interview, relevance, and how you can create a relevant mindset, a relevant operation, and a relevant business that will help you become wealthy. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure... 
Your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. If you're listening on podcasts, I encourage you to share the podcast with people in your network, your friends, your coworkers, your family members. Say, you know what? You should be listening to this show because so much information comes from it, from the guests who will give you tips and principles and techniques on creating wealth. Listen to their stories, listen to what they've done, but also listen for the principles you can extract and that they share in their 
uh, interviews on how they built their wealth. And so do that, share the podcast. And then I want everybody to go to winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com. My suite of sites is on that page. My marriage site, you know, we got a marriage show, Monday nights, nine o'clock, Jolly Marriage Show. That is uh, taken from my book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. We want you to, if you are part of a relationship, we want you to grow it, to win in your relationships. So go to jollymarriage.com, get the free chapter and join us on Monday nights at nine o'clock on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live for our Jolly Marriage show. My special guest today is my good friend. We've been friends for many years. He's a brother from another mother, as I like to say. He is a Hall of Fame speaker. Let me give you a little more for those. He's an internationally recognized client acquisition expert, author, and speaker who motivates other people around the world to take action with proven strategies. He's a successful entrepreneur. Bill started and sold two book publishing companies, turning his attention now to helping businesses grow with his own books. He has written four best-selling books, Get More Referrals Now, Don't Keep Me a Secret, Beyond Referrals, and Radical Relevance, a book we're going to talk about today. An awesome book. And he is a founding member of the Million Dollar Speakers Group. And he was uh, one of the people who made this group a a priority for those who were grossing over a million dollars every year. And he has uh, done that many years, many years, many years, because he knows the principles. He's my dear friend, Bill Case. Bill, uh, you have written a book now that is taking off. Wow. Tell us what made you write this book, Radical relevant. Well, first of all, what is relevance? And then what is relevance that is radicalized? And why is it, imp- <laughs> and why is it important? Radicalized. Uh, that, that's a word that most people don't associate with me. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty mild manner, not very ma- <laughs> radical. But it, here's where it came from. You know, you read the other titles of the books and it was about referrals, about introductions. It's all about acquiring more clients or customers. And what we know about the referral process and the introduction process is it's not the end game. The end game is the, is the new client, the new customer. Uh, the referral, the introduction is, is an easier way to get your foot in the door. But that borrowed trust that comes from a referral or an introduction will take you so far. Sometimes it'll take you all the way, meaning someone will say, well, my friend so-and-so worked with you. That's good enough for me, Right. Other times we got to earn our own trust moving forward. And it's the messaging, how we message our value to our prospective customers. And what relevance is, there's two kind of ways to think of it. First of all, it's about getting to know your customer, your prospective customer so well that when you talk about the work you do, they see themselves in your message, Hmm. see that you know them. You are targeting a market. You're targeting a bullseye in the market. And the arrow is your message that's going to go right in the center of that bullseye. It, it cuts through all the noise in the market. I mean, the, this, the subtitle book just happened to have when you said it's, you know, it's really taken off. So here it goes. No. Uh, <laughs> so and it's a target. It's a target. It is with, a target. And it's yeah. to sharpen your marketing message, cut through the noise, win more ideal clients. So part of it is the messaging. And, and the only way we get that messaging right is to, is to hone in, to narrow our thinking, narrow our focus. So that's part of it. The other part, which is related, as I mentioned earlier with that strawberry book and, and the Apple book, is 
the right message at the right time in the right place in the right way to the right person. It's where the wall, it all converges, right? Relevance has always been important in influence in sales. I mean, the first time anybody sold or bartered with anybody was, you know, what's in it for you? What's in it for me? It, I don't care about that club that you want to trade for my fire, right? right. right. Um, but if if it's relevant, then it'll take notice. And right. so that's how we capture people's interest. And that's how we keep them interested is having the right messaging. Wow. Now, let me, let me take a moment to step back because I want to make sure people understand that you are one of the leading experts in the world on referrals. You're considered mm -hmm. to be the referral guru. Why are referrals so important in building your business? Because many people might not know why they must make that an important part of their process. Well, yeah, it, it's because it's, it, it depends on the business, but in a lot of businesses, it's actually how they want to meet you. Hmm. Um, I mean, look at the, the, you know, look at social media and or, or websites like Yelp and Google, you know, reviews on Google, testimonials, reviews. This, this is a cousin of referrals. Hmm. Um, look at the Nextdoor app. Uh, some people know Nextdoor and you're looking for a handyman, you're looking for a roofer, whatever. You go on and you say, hey, have you used anybody that you'd recommend? So this whole idea of being recommended, being vouched for, that's what introduces this concept of borrowed trust. Yeah. The, the, the fastest way to become relevant to someone who doesn't know you is to be introduced by and vouched for by someone they do know. And so you attach that borrowed trust to your message until, you know, you got to earn your own trust eventually, of course. Uh, so that's why it's so important. And a lot of businesses... It, 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 it's got to be referrals. If you look at the restaurant business, if you look at the movie business, it's word of mouth, it's referrals. If you look at financial advisors, I work with a lot of those folks. How does someone want to meet a financial advisor? Well, the research right. shows they want to be introduced to someone right. that they already trust. So uh, I, I get contacted by a lot of different companies and they say, Bill, We've studied it. We do all social media. We do all this marketing. We do all this stuff. And most of our best customers come to us through referrals, through recommendations from other customers and what we'll call centers of influence, other people, or these days they just call them influencers, right? Right. So it's being, it's a recommendation. And we're not doing anything to make that happen. We're getting some without asking and unsolicited referrals are great and they count, but we're sitting on a gold mine of opportunity. I'm working with a very large, well-known bank right now, and they measure what they call net promoter scores, which is, are your customers, are their bank customers willing to recommend them? And their numbers are very, very high. So they have all these customers willing to recommend them, but they have no processes in place to capture that. Mm. So that's why they came to me, and we're doing a lot of cool work together to to increase that because that's how people prefer to meet them. So folks, if you want to get a dentist, do you just go through the phone book and just say, Oh, I'll choose this one. No, you call your cousin or your aunt or your uncle and say, who's your dentist. And right. that's what makes you go to them. That's the power of referrals. And if somebody is referring your business, your service, your product to their friends, then that cuts through all of the questions and your business will grow. That's yep. the power of referrals. And yep. he is the best at doing this and teaching you how to do it. And mm -hmm. in fact, Billy, we got uh, about 
uh, three minutes in this segment. Could you give the Billy uh, Billy Cates uh, uh, air filter story? Because there's no better story. <laughs> I don't know if I, I can't do it in three minutes, but I'll do my best. So uh, right. this is my first exposure to sales and referrals. I was a Cub Stout growing up in Kensington, Maryland. We had to raise money for the pack. So we were going to have a sales contest. Uh, the winner of the sales contest would win a 26-inch uh, 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 a, a 10 speed Schwinn, right? That's yeah, right. right. So right. nobody had a 10 speed in my neighborhood, right? I had a three speed. I was ahead right. of the most of them. And so I got excited. And so I got these furnace filters. We were selling furnace filters, right? Very practical gift, not very sexy gift, but what happens, I was going up and down the street trying to sell these furnace filters. And the joke I make in my speeches is like, you know, growing up in your neighborhood for most of us, pretty friendly place until we start to sell something. Right. And then the door shut, you know, and one of my neighbors, Mr. Bill Wilkes, was friends of my family, but the ogre of the neighborhood, because we played baseball on his grass and he didn't like it. Uh, he took me in and he, and, and he measured. I had the right size. And he, ordered, he said, all right, Billy Cates, what's your closing ratio? And I go, huh? He says, how many <laughs> houses have you been to? How many sales have you made? Well, 10 houses in my first sale, 10%, not better. You want to you do better? And I did. And he taught me about referrals. He said, go across the street, talk to D'Angelo's, tell them I bought two, tell them I sent you there, find out who their neighbor is and keep repeating the process. So at the age of 10, little Billy Cates as a Cub Scout sold a lot of filters and I, I won a 10 speech win. <laughs> I won the contest. <laughs> Folks, that's the power of referrals. And you must be willing to ask. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You got to be willing to ask, would you give me a referral to somebody who could use my service? And many people, and I had to struggle. I, folks, I had to struggle over the years to listen to Bill when he would teach this and say, okay, I've got to ask people to give me a referral because I was busy and I said, but it makes your 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 business run smoother, run oh, yeah. more efficiently. And, and more so, profitable because referral clients tend to be more profitable clients or customers. Mm, that more profitable because referral clients tend to be more profitable. And, and, you know, I think there's a great saying, I just heard it the other day, people who pay more, pay more attention. <laughs> people who pay more, oh, yeah. uh, pay more attention. And that is what uh, this will make people say, oh, I'll pay attention. Now, this is not maybe your, your product or service might not be a low-end product. It might be a high-end product. But people who are willing to pay that will pay attention to friends they know and people they have a relationship with and have some trust. He talked about the word trust. We're right. going to talk about how you become uh, radical in your relevance and how you set yourself apart from everybody in your marketplace with some simple principles that Bill Cates is now sharing with companies. And he's busy, folks. To get him on, I had to squeeze in his <laughs> schedule because this guy is busy all over America and around the world sharing his principles for building your business, building your revenues, building your wealth, building your future, and building your legacy. That's what he has been able to do. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a break for station identification, and then we'll be back with more on how to help you grow your wealth. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. And I'm grateful for all of you who have made this part of your weekly routine. People come up to me and say, I listen each and every week to your show. And I'm grateful. Some listen on the podcast. Whatever way you get it, I am grateful. And this is our sixth, we have passed our 15th season, we're in our 16th season, and we're grateful, grateful, grateful. I'm also grateful for our sponsor, Truist Bank. Truist believes that better lives and communities begin with care. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of their clients. And let me tell you what that means by that. Truist is really interested, is really committed into improving the connection between your finances and your personal well-being. So they launched money and mindset. Y'all know I talk about both of those a lot, money and mindset. It's an online resource to help you build financial confidence with a healthier mindset around your money. I've spent great time with these folks now, and it's the real deal. Money and mindset, truest bank, they're the real deal. One good takeaway I found was this. When you're on top of your finances, you can enjoy benefits beyond reaching goals. Think reducing overall stress or feeling greater assurance, knowing that you're better prepared for a financial challenge should it come your way. Then there's a truest and money mindset podcast for all your podcast listeners looking for some real talk about money. Because most people don't talk real about money. They don't know what money does or how it works, but they talk real about it. It's called Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So highly, I highly encourage you to take time to jump into this great resource. Search Truest Money and Mindset online or head to truest.com and you can find it in the main menu. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Truest Bank. My special guest is Bill Cates. And Bill, before we go, one of the things you talk often about is value, mm-hmm. the different types of value. And mm-hmm. I want you to dig in that because some of this is so profound to small business people and entrepreneurs and people who want the different types of value perceived. And tell us about the different types of value, Bill. 
Yeah, there there are a lot of different types of value. I you know uh, we have a colleague in uh, in common and friend Nito Cobain, and he says you know it's not our client's job to figure out what our value is. Hmm. It's our job to help them see what our value is. I mean, ultimately, value is in the eye of the beholder. In other words, uh, we become referable when value has been delivered and value has been received. Right. Now, both are important, and we always want to lead with value and give value, um, but it doesn't turn into referrals or introductions until someone perceives that. Hmm. And it's not a one-sided thing. We, we talk to clients. We talk to prospects. We help them understand the value that they're getting. We ask them about the value that they're perceiving to make sure they are seeing. Sometimes our clients or customers will give us value-recognizing statements. They'll say things like, this is great. This, I'm so glad we found you. Feel better after we talked. Uh, hey, here, here are a couple of value-recognizing statements. You ever get a hug from a client or a customer? Willie, I know mm. you do. Yeah. That's a value-recognizing statement, right? Someone writes a check and the check clears. That's a value-recognizing that's, that's statement. That's a great value-recognizing <laughs> statement, right? We don't write checks much anymore, but you get the idea. And so, and, and that that brings me actually to kind of this idea of, of, of principles versus strategy versus, versus tactics. And I wanted to mention this because you, you've used the word principles a couple of times, and I think it's important to make the distinction. Here's the way I see it. Principles are kind of guiding truths, if you will. It's kind of the way the world works principles of how money works, principle of how business works, principles of, in my world, how referrals work and, and all that sort of stuff. And underneath principles are strategies. Hmm. And I'm going to give you an example in just a second. And then under strategies are tactics, how we execute the strategy. What I found when people come to me for coaching and, and just other folks I work with, and you and I just in the work we've done together and working with our groups, Sometimes someone wants a, a, a tactical solution. They go, this isn't working. I need to get on the phone more, or I need to send more emails, or I need to do that. And that may that tactic may be true, or if you're operating under a, flaw, a flawed strategy or principle, you may get no impact from increasing that tactic. So we first have to look at strategies and principles before we go to tactics and they have to be in, in balance. So let me give you a principle that a lot of people may have trouble with, right? But you know, you and I like telling our truth. Right. Uh, we had a little conversation about that a couple of days ago, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, we did. And, and so I'm going to tell you something that people may not get and may not want to get right away, but I want to tell you, there is no, money is an unlimited resource, right? Let me say that again. Money is an unlimited resource. Now, it may be limited in your pocket right now. It may be limited in your bank account right now. I get that. But money itself, if you know the principle of how money works, money flows, mm. right? You put yes. your money in the bank, truest. The bank invests that in other things, in other businesses and things like that. That money goes and goes and it flows and it flows. And so the principle at hand is we have to get in the flow. Mm, come on, Bill. Have, right? We got to yeah. get in the flow of the money. Yeah. And that's where the strategies and tactics come in with choosing what kind of business we might be in or how we start to save the money and invest the money and that sort of stuff. But once you realize it's unlimited, 
you start to open up to the possibilities a little bit more. Right. And, and I get, look, I came from a very middle, middle class. I, you know, my parents went through the depression. Yeah. So everything was limited thinking. Right. I don't know how I became a business owner in the first place because of my parents. Everything, you know, you don't quit one job until you have the next job lined up. Right. 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 That's, that's what, that was my upbringing, my messaging. And I don't want anybody to take unnecessary risks and I want you to be sensible. And once you realize it's an unlimited resource and you just got to get in the flow, things will open up for you. Wow. I love that. I love that. I love that. And that's a mindset, <laughs> isn't it? It's a mindset. It's a principle. And then we operate underneath that with strategies and tactics. Money is an unlimited resource, folks. And once you, and it flows. And once you get in the flow and you're open and you have an abundance mindset, that <laughs> is what I want folks to have. I want them to have an unlimited mindset about money. And that money is a tool. Yes, it it's is. Thing. Yes, it's it a is. Tool. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly yeah, it's a, right. It's a tool. And and it's it's not to be your God. It's not to be your king. It's not right. to be your everything. It right. is a tool. And when yep. you put it in its right place, it can be a powerful tool to help you to have a greater success journey. So, uh, okay. So you got this new book. Let's talk about this book, Radical Relevance. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, why did you write the book? And Oh, first, before we do that, where can people get in touch with you? Because I want people to make sure they know how to reach oh, you. All right. So well, want you. if you want to learn about the book, see if it makes sense for you, just go to radicalrelevancebook.com, radicalrelevancebook.com. Uh, and my website is referralcoach.com. So if you want to go to referralcoach.com and there's all kinds of ways to leave me messages there and I'm on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. So happy to chat with you. If you're a friend of Willie, you're a friend of mine. Um, so, you know, why did I write the book? I wrote the book and, and, you know, it's a great question, by the way, because it may seem kind of simplistic, but when I was uh, uh, approached some of my colleagues around the book and what I wanted to write, uh, one of my friends said, what problem does it solve? Mm. Which is the a fundamental question that anybody thinking of starting a business needs to ask themselves, and it could be more than one problem. But what problem does it solve? And so, for me, it was the people that I work with. They're having trouble reaching people, right? Right. Internet made it it, it it's good and bad, right? In in that it made it easier for people to get their message out. That's the good. The bad is it's easier for people to get their message out. Right. So we're we're inundated. It's been estimated we get 3,000 marketing messages a day. I mean, that's like 176 a minute or something. So it, it we know that we're barraged by information, right? Right, right. And so, and so uh, there's a chapter in the book, chapter three, it's the neuroscience of relevance. And I learned a, a couple of things about the brain. Can I can I share please, with you? Please, please, yes. And this is this kind of puts it together pretty nicely. So the brain, six times a second, is going, where am I? Am I safe? Right? Mm. It's unconscious, obviously. But right. the brain's purpose is to keep the, the organism, the body, alive. Right. And, and then three times a second, the brain is going, is there an opportunity? Right? Is there an opportunity for food? Is there an opportunity to mate? <laughs> is there an opportunity? Right. So the brain loves that, too. But only when it feels safe. Mm. And so that's why when we think about branding, when we think about building a business, when we think about trying to influence people, it's what, is, what are the problems that we solve? We look there first, 
we don't forget about the opportunities because they're kind of the flip side of the same coin. Right. And once we solve the problems, then the opportunities become possible. But a lot of times people don't open themselves up to the opportunities. And I'm sure you see this, Willie, in the work you do. Right. Man, you are. I played golf with Willie the other day. You want to play golf with a motivational speaker? You play <laughs> golf with Willie Jolly. I mean, he may hit the ball into the into the creek, and the next swing, it's man, oh, I'm going to do this, man. You go do this, Bill. It's, it's like it was fun, right? <laughs> and so, but but here's what we know: you talk about people achieving their dreams and aspiring to do this and do this, but when there's all those butts getting on in their mind, when there's all the obstacles that they perceive, yes. They can't think in terms of aspiring to that great right. stuff, right? Right, right. Now, sometimes if they want it bad enough, they'll have the grit and they'll move through it and get it. But sometimes we got to first deal on the level of the problems a little bit. Yeah. And we figure, what are the obstacles to getting there? And as we remove them, we start to get there. So that so that's how the brain works. And so that's that's how we want to work in, in what we do. And and the other thing real quick is that um, the brain doesn't like anything complicated. Mm. The brain is trying to conserve calories, which, you know, all us human beings or most of us normal human beings are always, we're wanting to burn calories, right? Right. We got right. the COVID-19 we're wearing now. And, but the brain's fighting this because they want to conserve calories, which here's how that translates into what we do. If we're trying to build a business, if we're trying to attract clients, customers, if we're trying to influence anyone in our life, even if it has nothing to do with business, we've got to be clear on what we're saying and what the path is to what we're saying, because if not, the brain's going to think it's complicated and it's going to shut down. Wow. And, and that's, that's when we walk to the airport and we see all the advertising, we ignore it all. Right. Until we see a picture or a word that's relevant to us, and then we'll give it a couple more seconds. And if it continues to be relevant, we give it our time. So that's really why I wrote the book, is to cut through all that noise. Wow, that is a great analogy of the <laughs> impact of radical relevance. That which radically, it says, take, <laughs> look at me, look at me and take advantage of it. We're going to take a quick break. Right. We're going to come back, but we got more, one more segment with Bill Cates. You want to make sure that you stay tuned and you want to get this information because it will help you grow your wealth for the long term. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show for sure. Your best is yet to come. You can call on me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast across America and around the world now. Uh, when I had my friend Jane Herlong on, someone in London said they loved her. I said, London, she contacted her. London, they said, yeah. She said, they called me and said they loved Willie Jolly's show. They listen all the time and they were in London. So all of our friends in London, welcome. Thank you for uh, listening and send me a note. Let me know where you are. Folks around the world, send me a note where info at willyjolly.com. I-N-F-O at willyjolly.com. Say, I'm in London. I'm in Spain. I'm in Greece. I'm in South Africa. Where are Australia? Let me know where you are. All right. So I got my special friend, my dear buddy, Bill Cates, and not Gates, but Cates, but he has the same <laughs> kind of impact on people in terms of his iconic stature in the financial services industry. And so many people listen. When he talks, they listen. Okay, uh, Bill, uh, Radical Relevance is the new book. 
You talked about why you wrote it. Let's get some of the principles or some of the strategies or some of the things that you think will impact people and really give them value why they got to go run and buy that book right yeah. now. Yeah, Here, here's all. I'm going to give you in, in three kind of metaphors, if you will. All right. First of all, the target. Yeah. When, when you're thinking of a business, you got to have the right target. You got to have the right target market. You, I don't care what it is you sell, what it is you do. Not everybody is the right prospect for your business. And the narrower and the narrower, narrower, that's hard word to say fast, uh, you get the better. Why? Because your messaging is going to be more relevant to those people. The mistake that a lot of businesses make is they go, well, I don't want to leave these people out and I don't want to leave these people out and they, these people could benefit from it too. And, you know, when I ask people, I say, well, who, you know, who could benefit from your product? They go, well, anybody. And I go, well, mm. anybody means nobody in the world of marketing and building a business. So, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you really want to narrow it. So you got to find a target market and then people call it target marketing. People call it niche marketing, a lot of different things like that. But most businesses, not all, let me give you an example of how large companies who build a lot of products actually use this idea of target market and relevance. When's the last time you went shopping for toothpaste? How many dang brands of toothpaste do we need? Whitening, not whitening, breath freshening, cleaning, uh, blue, green, you know, I mean, right. you name it. It's why right. do the companies have all these little sub brands and sub, 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 sub brands? It's to be relevant to the people that want that. Mm. So it's understanding the market, understanding that what the market wants. And with commodities like that, it can be very varied for right. other types of business. It's not quite as varied and you don't need as many uh, choices. Uh, sometimes too many choices is not good. And so that that's about the market, the target market. That's the target. All right. Right. Then you also want to have the bullseye, right? Every target has got a bullseye. What's the bullseye? Right. The bullseye is the right fit client, the right fit customer, the person who's perfect for you and you're perfect for them. My marketing gal calls it your, your, uh, your business soulmate, right? Mm. It, your, your ideal right fit clients or customers. Here's how you know you got one. Because they appreciate you for the reasons you want to be appreciated, mm. right? They get you because you get them. Now, there's degrees of that, obviously, sure. but we want to know what that is. And you can have more than one. Um, so for me, I'll just give you an example of my own business. I have three. Right. Uh, for me, it's financial professionals and small business owners uh, who want to learn from me directly through my videos, through my coaching, things like that. So they're kind of shopping for themselves. Right. Then I've got, um, businesses, uh, you know, uh, larger businesses where it could be someone shopping to train their salespeople to train their, their field force. And so it's more of a corporate type of sale. And then you got people meeting planners and other folks like that, looking for me to speak at an event. Those are my three avatars, my three personas. And so on my website, if you go there, you're going to see, are you this? Are you this? Are you this? And so I make sure people can recognize themselves on my website. And then they're going to go in and all the messaging is going to be straight for them. Right. So who is your right fit client? Sometimes they call it avatar and persona. And people go to really huge degrees of, of specificity around this sometimes. And then finally, the arrow. <laughs> so the arrow is the message, 
right? You got to hit the bullseye with the right message. So yeah. the brain will wake up and go, oh, this is relevant. I should pay attention to this, right? Yeah. Otherwise, if you're not relevant, you're ignored and nobody wants to be ignored. Right, right. Well, right. And, and so um, that's where the brain stuff comes in a little bit. And what are we trying to do with our message? Well, most people, you know, don't even take the time to think, what am I trying to accomplish here? Well, we're trying to attract the right clients. We want to say the right things that they'll go, oh, okay, that's relevant. I'm interested. We want to repel the wrong clients. And I know repel is kind of a strong word. But so it's a good say, word. Yeah. Well, it's, good... it's appropriate for businesses, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyone yeah. who owns a business knows what it's like to serve a client that's not a good fit. Right. Right. It's not good for them. It's not good for you. You know, it's the old lipstick on a pig, right? The right. pig likes it, but it, it's still a pig. Um, and then uh, a bad metaphor. <laughs> and and then I, I told it was where I was. Um, so it, it, it's it's um, you're trying to attract the right people, repel the wrong people, and you're trying to get them to take action. Right. So what gets people to take action? Well, I'll tell you what the science tells us. Antonio Damasio, famed neuroscience, has studied this and tells us what we kind of suspected, but now he's proven it with a tool called magnetic resonance tomography. Say that 10 times fast. Magnetic wow. resonance tomography. He has subjects that have the part of the brain uh, that feels emotion was damaged. They cannot feel emotion. Guess what? They can't make any decisions. Wow. They don't know whether they're going to have wheat flakes or, or corn flakes for breakfast unless they already have the habit established and they know that and it's on the shelf. Or they have a, a checklist that they've helped you know build with somebody. So we know that every decision every human being makes is emotional. Wow. And once we, now people say, well, what about logic? What about this illustration, this graph, this this you know this statistic? It's all important. Uh, that stuff doesn't go away. It creates an emotional response. Right. And right. then they can take action. And so. We've got to become that, we, we've got to tap into the emotions, which I talked about earlier, the emotions of, of, you know, of fear, doubt, challenges, pain, so that we can then tap into their aspirations of what they want to try to accomplish. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Folks, <laughs> that's why you got to get this book, Radical Relevance by Bill Cates, C-A-T-E-S. And you get it at radicalrelevancebook.com. Am I right, Bill? Uh, radicalrelevancebook.com. Yeah, and Amazon, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's on Amazon. All right, in a few minutes we got left, Bill. I do something with every guest now. Yes, I, sir. I uh, say I'm gonna. We're gonna finish playing golf one day, and we got a little time. I'm take you over to Howard University. We're going okay. to a business class, okay. and I want you to give the students a couple you gotas, a few you gotas. If you want to be a success and build a business and make money, here you gotas. Give me a couple you gotas. Yeah, I'm going to give you a couple of kind of business you got us, and I'll give you a life you got us, if that's all right. all right with you. Yep. You, you, you got to understand people. And what I mean by that is that at the end of the day, people do things for their own reasons. They do think, I think every human being, I know this is hard to hear for some people, but every human being at their core wants to be happy. Right. Right now, they may behave in a way that's certainly counterproductive to that, and yet they're they're hurting people and they want to be happy. Right. So you got to understand that that's what people want. 
Okay. And you've got to, whether it's a business or just life in general, how you influence folks, how you get them to see your perspective is in terms of their perspective. Right. It's the only way they'll get it. Right. You know, what's in it for them. Right. It's an old message and it's, it's a truth one. Uh, the second one I'll, I'll give you, you gotta, and this is uh, mostly for business, but it really uh, fits anywhere. You got to solve the right problems. And here's what I mean by this. There are different types of problems. There are problems that are blatant, meaning people know they have the problem and they're latent. They don't even know they have the problem. Wow. And we got to educate them. There's the, there's the uh, aspirational problems. Yeah, I'll get to that someday. Yeah, I'll get the financial plan. Yeah, I'll get that book. I'll, I'll, I'll eventually do that. And there's the critical problems. They're bleeding money. They're missing an opportunity, right? They're in pain somehow. Yeah. Uh, and we want to try to build a business and, and establish ourselves as much as we can. It's not, not always easy, but as much as we can in that space where we're solving blatant critical problems. Yes. They know they have the problem and they got to solve it. And people right. will move heaven and earth to do that. Right. And, and then the last one's a little more of a life skill that I've learned. And, and you've probably seen me operate with this one a little bit from time to time, Willie. And that is only fight honorable battles. Mm. We get so caught off sometimes in being right and having to win that little argument. And when that discussion, everybody's talked to people that they'll hold on to a point, they'll hold on to an argument like a dog with a bone and not let go, even if it's not going anywhere. Right. And so let's understand that in a lot of cases, having to be right is a booby prize because mm. you may think you've won the battle, but you really lost because the other person feels not so good in, the, in that exchange. So only fight what you believe to be honorable battles. Stay true to your principles. I get it. Stay true to your truth. All of that. But be careful about where you put your energy in places that just don't deserve your, you know, God-given important energy. Wow. Bill Cates, brilliant. Great philosophy and great philosophical concepts. Thank you, Bill, <laughs> for being with us. I appreciate you. Folks, yeah, I appreciate I you. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Again, thanking our friends at Truist. Be sure to check out the Truist podcast, Money and Mindset, with Bright and Brian. It's a real talk podcast with ways to reach financial confidence, boost your mindset. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truist. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Go to winwithwillie.com for resources to help you win more. And then follow us on all social media. Join us on Monday nights for the Jolly Marriage Show on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live. And make this a great day on purpose because you can. Have a great day and remember, your best is yet to come. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged 
to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.